Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Tuesday, October 16. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. Oh, and I am Jafet de Oliveira, and that's, uh, yeah, that's great. This is a fantastic Tuesday morning. <laughs> right. uh, let me uh, pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again to be able to call in your name, to Lord, to be able to just slow a little bit, uh, to pause a little bit, to reflect on uh, the ability of who we are and what you've called us to and the way we can worship you. And, and in this moment of worship, in this moment of uh, a spot in time where we get to reflect on who you are, may we be inspired by your word. We ask this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Amen. I'm reading from my favorite paraphrase, the message, Romans 12, the whole thing. That is verses 1 through 21. In case you're counting, it's 21 verses. <laughs> First subtitle, place your life before God. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Living then, as every one of you does, in pure grace, it's important that you do not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what He does for us, not by what we are and what we do for Him. In this way, we are like the various parts of a human body— Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped-off finger or cut-off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be, without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians. Be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. 
If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Hmm. I think that was pretty. That was a pretty great rendition. Yeah, I really like that. I liked the examples yeah. that it gave of of what it means to preach or help or yeah, you know I how very, you do that yeah. and how you don't do that. It was more concrete. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I actually like. I mean, I highlighted loads of little things here. I, I love the be good friends who love deeply, uh, practice playing second fiddle. Uh, be inventive, uh, be inventive in hospitality. Mm. I mean, I just thought I thought he did a really good job of just pulling because this is a very practical passage, right? And again, this is another reason why people love Romans chapter twelve and want to spend a lot of time inside here, forward thinking. So, let's go to the question for today. Then, uh, looking at the message translation, message translation, which is sometimes messy as well. Um, name a time when you thought too much of yourself. How did God use people or circumstances to bring you back to a true sense of who you are? Oh, you can go first on this Oh, really? Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I think uh, what comes to mind straight away is that I remember uh, my mum was in hospital um, and I had all of my extended family visiting uh, my cousins and everybody was visiting. My dad was actually in the hospital. Uh, it was like Sabbath afternoon and everybody was there. And I just, I remember vividly feeling like, uh, I think I said to my uncle, I'm going to take his brand new car and, uh, and reverse it for him out of the driveway. And uh, I felt pretty comfortable about doing this in front of everybody as a teenage kid uh, without a driving license uh, uh, <laughs> or any kind of real experience with it. And he let me do it. And uh, totally uh, reversed the car full speed into my dad's car. So, um, yeah, in front of everybody. It was, uh, so you thought too highly of yourself. You thought I, that you could drive and you couldn't. And it was... So uh, God brought you low to well, remind it you. Was, it was an interesting moment because, because I'm the oldest grandson. I mean, the oldest, I'm the oldest, uh, yeah, I am the firstborn grand, grandchild. And so there's a, there was this kind of like, uh, yeah, I want to be able to do that kind of thing. Um, and I want to be able to prove that I can, I can do this. And so it was a kind of a revealing moment to myself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. moments like this. I don't know if it's that I think so highly of myself, but it feels like I'll have some sort of minor humiliation pretty much every day. Uh, so it's too many to even really think of, except yesterday I did have one. I mean, it's recent, so it comes to mind. Um <laughs> was that we had to do these self-portraits where we tape a bit of transparency yeah, onto I a mirror. Yeah, Instagram post. Yeah, well, okay, so first of all, I, f- I figured, hey, this will be easy. I just look at my face and trace it. Like, pff, no problem. So I wasn't worried about it at all. Uh-huh. And I don't tend to worry about things like, hey, do it, uh-huh. whatever. So I start tracing my face, and I realize that looking at it with both my eyes, I have kind of like double vision. Like, I can't see where to trace. It, it wouldn't make sense until you try it. So I got a new piece of transparency and I closed one eye to do it because closing one eye, then I can, the pen and my face actually line up. But then what I found was I was kind of crouching forward and down to get my face in the mirror and my face would just move (laughs) slightly out of the way. And so I stepped back and realized, you know, I had drawn my glasses on Uh and then I had drawn one of my eyes in the 
inside the yeah. glass. And then my other eye was like down on my cheek. Oh. Like it wasn't inside the glasses because my face had moved sure at that it's point. Not down your cheek? Pretty sure. Yeah, okay. At the moment, it doesn't seem to be. So I had to kind of cover it up with hair and uh-huh. I, d- I did some stuff. But I don't know. It wasn't like I thought that I was the most amazing person in the world and then this happened. It was more just like, oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Another I, script. I mean, I mess I mean, up all the look, time, and I have the I do the kind of work where people point out any mistake that I make, so I'm pretty aware of my shortcomings. I think, and I have a yeah. position where I, I think, think that's being a woman, problem, you though. can't win. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty aware of what's wrong with me at yeah. any given moment in time. I think that's actually the other thing, though, is that I mean, I, I my vocation, my life is uh, people is criticizing you all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so, you, know, you know how this goes. So can we do anything can right? Can I do anything right? I don't think Not so. Not really. And so, therefore, <laughs> how did God use people or circumstances oh, he uses to them bring in you so back to ways. a true sense of who you are? <laughs> it, it happens like all the time. Like I remember, uh, just a quick one when I arrived at Boulder Church. Um, I, uh, I I decided to, you know, part of the openness and accountability, I decided to say, I'm going to do a little survey every week of my sermons. Oh, and then everybody the like completely Oh my goodness, on Monday, it was just, it was so painful. It was so painful. I mean. Is that where you stopped doing it? Yeah, totally. It was just like. Because it was a downer. It was, oh, it was beyond a downer, right? So it got to become kind of violent. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was like uh, people would. It was, and it ended up being like three or four people only filling the survey out of all the elders. So you get well. That's what we call a skewed survey. Oh, okay. You don't they, want a volunteer sample. And they just thing. did not like it, right? So they were just like it was just like zero yeah. one. Well, I mean, two. that's the it thing. If you look at like internet um, ratings and things, you always get people who are highly motivated. So yeah. either they really like you or they oh. really hate you, and you don't get a very it was rough a very reasonable estimation. So yes, yeah, I think. I did who remember. are these people who, who need other people um, kind well, of bringing think, them to sense? They must no, be I people think, who think, aren't criticized yeah. all the time. I think that the the key insight here is obviously there is a lot. There are a lot of people, and Paul's trying to bring this out in this text and saying, "Look, you worship God, be faithful to God, and don't th- don't think too much of yourself sometimes." And people do think too much of themselves and lord it over others. So it's really about those who are constantly place themselves above above others but our time is well over so let me just remind you of the question name a time when you thought too much of yourself and then how did god use people or circumstances to bring you back to a true sense of who you are think about that look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.